from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. We made it to another week. Thanks for being with us today, Monday, April 6th. We've got a great show in store for you. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here very soon. Going to talk about yesterday's gospel, a little spiritual chat with Deacon Dave. Dr. Tim Moulet is going to be on at 7.15 today. Uh, he is an orthopedic spine surgeon. You may say, well, what do you got an orthopedic spine surgeon on for? Well, he has given talks and uh, authored different articles all on the crucifixion. Uh, of course, Passion Sunday was yesterday where we read Christ Jesus' Passion. Uh, this week is Holy Week, and uh, well, it's going to be a holier week, I think, than most of us thought we were going to have. Uh, and I think that's a good thing for many of us. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, the scourging, the passion of our Lord from a medical doctor's point of view. He studied this in depth. What did our Lord really go through? What did his body really take and suffer uh, during this time of his passion? We're going to talk to Dr. Tim Moulet coming up at 7.15 today, all on it. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up, going to give us a preview of his show. And Max Carson at... uh, at Utfinum here at Dallin Catholic High School. Of course, Dallin Catholic is out, but we're going to give an update about how they've moved their discipleship program online. So we'll have Max Carson coming up here soon. Uh, Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. All on this Holy Week. Here we are. Yes. And like I said, I, I hope, you, hope you're able to make this a holier week maybe than... And years pass, and you know, with, with uh, not a lot to do, not a lot kind of getting in the way right now. Business is slow, I think, for many of us. Uh, I, I think we can um, force slow down in our spiritual life. This Holy Week is something that much of the world might need, and we can take advantage of it. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Holy Week to you. I hope you had a great weekend as uh, we had pretty good weather to uh, be outdoors. Yes, we did. Beautiful weather out there. I, in fact, uh, good, good enough weather for me to get out there and do some lawn work. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. Uh, I think, saw a lot of people doing that. Uh, I noticed that yesterday when I was getting my haircut on our deck. Uh, it was time for a haircut, and of course, you can't <laughs> go to your barber, so my wife got out the uh, the dog shears. There you and, go. Uh, trim me up. Nice. I didn't realize it was going to be, John, I didn't realize it was going to be a neighborhood event. Uh, I didn't have a permit <laughs> for that uh, kind of gathering, and uh, my daughter decided to do a little dancing. Neighbors come around, and if you see pictures on facebook uh, that resemble me or close to me might be i love it i, I can either 
can either confirm or deny. So that was my weekend in a nutshell. Well, right I, I, I got out the mulch. $2 a bag at Lowe's, so you just go right through the drive through and they load it in your car, bring it home, and boom, I'm there. So, did, yeah, you got it loaded, but did you distribute it? Uh, not yet. No, I, I took it out of the That's car. That's what I thought. Took it out of the car, put it into the uh, the the uh, you know area where we're going to do it, and then today is a day uh-huh. where I get to get the knife out, slice them in half, and and get the rake and spread it. So the, the kids need to be on notice today, Joseph, and uh, uh, your kids and your wife need to be on notice because all you did was bring it all home. You haven't yes. done a thing with it. Haven't done a thing with it yet. It. No, nope. no, nope. put it out there. I though. get it. Put it out there. Was hoping that all someone right. might steal it in the night, so then I'd have an excuse not to do it, but. <laughs> It didn't happen. You would just have to go back to the drive-thru, that's yeah. all. But, uh, yeah, I could just see uh, Joseph and Gianna, and I know uh, little uh, Anthony's too young for it, but, yeah, they get a, they get to play with what Dad brought home. That's what, they'll, that's what they'll do. But, yeah, $2 a bag, not bad. Normally three sixty, mm-hmm. so, you know, you get to save $1.60 a bag. Get a, a few of those bags, though, I'll tell you what, it takes a lot. Your chopping tips right here on Iowa Catholic Radio on the John Lee and Eddie Show. Well, you're really excited about that. Yeah, you're really excited about that. I don't have much else to now, be excited and, about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know one person that does. He's going to do it in his in his own uh, in his own time today. My brother, Father Mike, has his uh, 56th birthday today. So happy wow. birthday, Father Mike! I don't know happy if he's birthday. up yet or not. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Absolutely, there you go. He's Spending it the so, way I know so he loves by himself, hanging out, just chilling. In, in, in self-quarantine, that's how he's celebrating. There you go. There you <laughs> go. he could take all the texts and Facebook messages and emails, whatever you want to do, FaceTiming. Uh, he's up there in Ankeny enjoying himself, I'm sure. I love it. Self-quarantine on your birthday. That's wow. it. That's it. It's a way to celebrate. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning, John, on this uh, Monday morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwalk, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We do have cloudy skies. There's some light drizzle in the area, 48 degrees right now with the south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today we're going to see mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. We could see a few showers here in central Iowa. Today's high 66 degrees with south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, fog moving in, overnight low of 56 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy, warmer. will be our warmest day of the year, a high of 78 on your Tuesday. Wednesday will be cloudy skies, chance of rain, and windy, a high of 70 degrees. The rest of the week, not looking too bad, partly cloudy and colder, though. Highs in the lower 50s on Thursday and Friday. Well, in the news, on this uh, Monday morning, the Iowa Department of Public Health reports eight more coronavirus deaths yesterday and 83 new confirmed cases. 22 Iowans have now died from the virus, and a total of 868 cases have been confirmed in the state of Iowa as of Sunday. Now, more than 10% of all positive coronavirus cases here in the state of Iowa are occurring among long-term uh, care staff and residents. More than 40% of all coronavirus deaths here in the state of Iowa are associated with outbreaks in long-term care facilities. Now, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds will now hold her daily uh, coronavirus news conferences and press conferences, rather, at 11 o'clock beginning today. In other news, the Iowa Workforce Development has seen more than 100,000 unemployment claims in the last two weeks, but everyone who has been laid off or lost their job might not have filed. Now, a spokesperson for the Iowa Workforce Development, they encourage anyone impacted by the coronavirus uh, to go to iowaworkforce.gov and get your claim on file. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and uh, all high school sports 
spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely due to the coronavirus. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, some light drizzle in the area, 48 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 8 miles per hour, and today we'll see mostly cloudy skies, a few showers possible, a high of 66 degrees with south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are looking good this morning, accident-free. A couple things to uh, keep in mind if you are headed out. Uh, the one is uh, Highway 65 at East University. They are, have a reduction of lanes and uh, ramp closures over there uh, with some construction going on. Also, Fleur Drive northbound. The northbound lanes are closed, so they're using southbound lanes of traffic uh, going uh, north and southbound. So that's going to create a bit of a delay through there, uh, but otherwise not uh, looking too bad for us today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Courtney Mayers, uh, she reported yesterday from the Vatican on Palm Sunday, Pope Francis offered Mass in a nearly empty St. Peter's Basilica and urged Catholics quarantined at home to remember what really matters in life, he says, loving God. In serving others. He says this, quote, The tragedy we are experiencing summons us to take seriously the things that are serious and not to be caught up in those that matter less, to rediscover that life is of no use if not used to serve others, for life is measured by love. Holy Week liturgies at the Vatican. They're going to be taking uh, without the presence of, um, uh, of of the public this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. And during Palm Sunday broadcast, the Pope said that Catholics can look to the suffering Christ as an example of life lived completely in the service of others. In these holy days, the Holy Father says in our homes, let us stand before the crucified one. Look, look at the crucifix, the fullest measure of God's love for us. And before the God who serves us to the point of giving his life, and let us ask for the grace to live in order to serve. Might be a good time for us, friends, to be able to take out a crucifix if you don't have one yet and put it on your wall. Or if you have one on your wall, to, to take a few minutes to look at it, to stare at the crucified one, as the Holy Father said, and to see what our life and how our life can, can model that. This is a good time for us, I think, friends, during this Holy Week, a different time. A very different time for most of us, but a, a, a holy time. And I think uh, this week can be one of the holiest weeks we've ever had. I truly believe that. If you're listening to this program right now, God is still speaking. He's not done with us. He's ready. He's roaring. He's ready to go and to light that fire of faith into our life. And I think we can choose to be able to see it a couple ways. One, depressed, dark, but that doesn't win. And Christ Jesus this week will prove it when he rises. We enter into the passion of our Lord as we walk with him this week in order to come out resurrected, 
So let's make that happen this week. Stand before the crucified one, as the Holy Father says. Let's enter in into those sufferings. And and look, there there might be some some real sufferings that people are going through right now. Some real sufferings that you might be going through right now. But we enter in with a spirit of faith. We hold on and trust our Lord and where he's bringing us right now in our spiritual life. Coming up, I'm going to leave a little bit of time here, uh, extra time for Dr. Tim Moulet. Uh, he's an orthopedic spine surgeon. Oh, Deacon Dave. Yeah, let's go to Deacon Dave. It's all about soul. I almost forgot about you. How could I make that happen? Deacon Dave, you there? No. Holy week. There he is. I know, I know. I almost forgot about you. But I, I listen, I got you coming up on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get you scheduled. I got Kara reaching out to you soon. Are you talking about Thursday? Yeah, well, Passion Friday, or uh, Good Friday, uh, we, we, we're off. So it's going to have to be Thursday. So I, I want you on Thursday. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have, I'll have Kara reach out to you. She, she knows. Yeah. Well, big week, John, as you said. You know, it's kind of like Jesus standing there being stripped of his garments, right? Yeah. We're yeah. being stripped of our garments right now. All the other things that really uh, don't matter in our lives. This is it. We're certainly going to face it here and going to help those people as best we can, you know, and uh, hopefully uh, things will go well. Everything Cradle looks a little bit more bare right now. That's right. That's right. We've been stripped. Yeah. Right now we're just going to help each other get through this this uh, Holy Week, which is the most important week of our lives, and then, of course, try to help people who are ill or sick. Yeah. Well, you're on the front lines of that. They're at the hospital, a mercy there. How are the doctors holding up, nurses? You know, they're just, they're great. I've watched it uh, take place time and time again. We've already had some COVID patients, and some of them have passed, and all of that, John. And so we just, but they go in there, and they're, they, you know, they take care of that patient. And it's just, a, it's just the greatest thing to see. You know, it's just the greatest thing to see is their courage and their strength and their prayer life. And their prayer life is coming out. And, and, and you know, we're just... We're, we're, we're tighter than we've ever been. You know what I mean? We're just mm-hmm. we're all together here on, on functioning as one unit, and it's just the greatest thing in the world to see. I mean, we're praying in the hallways. We we pray with each other. We, we pray with the patients. It's all it's, it's all it's all good stuff, John. It's just this is. Oh, good. And I I know uh, you're working hard. Of course, you know you guys don't get any time off right there in the in the hospital realm. And and uh, uh, praise God for the nurses and doctors and you spiritually on the front lines and and helping others cope with this right now, and especially families that are struggling through it. Um, all right, Thursday, I got Kara reaching out to you. I talked to her yesterday about it. She's going to reach out to you this week, and I want to go deep into the passion uh, with you as we normally uh, like to do during Holy Week. All right. Okay, Jen. All right. Would you give us your blessing? Loving and gracious God, in this greatest week of our lives, you came into the world to go through this week. Give us the grace and the strength, Lord, as we face both the spiritual battle that we're confronting and the physical battle, Lord. They're all in one right now, Lord, and we just know that we have you that's got us, that gives us the grace and the strength. So, Lord, we just ask you to bless us this week in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Stay safe. Hey, take care. You too. All right. Uh, Tim Moulet coming up right after this. Going to dive into, you guess it, the passion. He's an orthopedic spine surgeon, and he studied the passion and what the body actually goes through during this time. From a medical doctor, we're going to have Dr. Tim Moulet coming up right after this. He gives presentations on this all across the country, too. So looking forward to it. Don't go anywhere. 
John Lee in the morning, right here on this Monday, April 6th. And a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. Yes, I, I have not followed up on my text message with them yet uh, to be able to come out to the home. It's that time to be able to check, make sure everything's going okay. But I will do that this week. And I, I like that. I like the fact that I get a text messages, message as a reminder. And, and you know, the, the nice thing, too, is they're not annoying about it. You know, some companies just kind of blow up your phone. Just send you a simple text and a follow-up. And if you forget, well... And I guess you forget. Golden Rule, plumbing, heating, and cooling. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. Going out to my mom's house today, by the way. GoldenRulePHC.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to CTOIowa.org. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Thanks for joining me here on this Holy Week, April 6th. Coming up in the second half hour, Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up, going to preview uh, his show. Max Carson, uh, male Utfidum coordinator at Dallin Catholic High School, going to talk about how they've moved their discipleship uh, program online. So looking forward to talking to Max. Uh, right now, orthopedic spine surgeon, Dr. Tim Moulet joins me. Hello, doctor. Good morning, John. Man, I've heard some good things about your presentation here. Well, that's that's good to hear. God provides, and uh, it's as long as we can be a tool. 
When did That's you, all that matters. When did you first start to study the passion, the, what, what our Lord endured on the cross? Yeah, really uh, a good long time ago in the uh, mid-'80s when I graduated from medical school. Uh, my last year, my fourth year of medical school, is uh, an article in the AMA, the American Medical Association Journal, that looked at this from a, a medical standpoint, kind of a forensic standpoint also. And that just really kind of captured my attention. Well, then life happens, and it's over the past 10 years or so, much more in-depth study of this. And that's where this presentation has, that's where it started, that's its foundation. It's, it's interesting to me because we have all of the information, all of the, all, all the scriptural references, historical references, but all of this continues to evolve. It, it, it is as, <laughs> as infinite as God himself, uh, the subject matter that we're dealing with. Yeah. This became real to me um, in high school, really. I mean, the guest I just had on, Deacon Dave O'Brien, made this real, the, the passion, what our Lord went through in a way that I, I'd never really understood. I mean, I, I've never been able to look at a cross uh, the same after I after I listened to him. If you've ever heard him for, you know, nearly 90 seconds, you, you know the passion that he has in that. Um, and, and from a doctor's perspective, this has got to be interesting because he kind of, as he says, caveman theology. Uh, you know, he, he just kind of hits you with, with what the Lord went through. But you, you really understand what the body is going through here and, and what the body is enduring. Um, you've probably seen the passion of the Christ, I, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, is it as severe, what our Lord went through, what it looked like there, is, is how he portrays it? You're quite obviously, there, there's no way to know for sure. However, um, I know that the scene that tends to really first capture people's attention is the scourging. Yeah. And now there are some leaps of, not wouldn't say leaps of faith, just if you assume, for example, that the Shroud of Turin is the burial cloth of Christ, that would fit with what the Gospels tell us. That would also fit with what the movie shows as well. It was not a, a tidy little affair by any means. So I think that uh, without the benefit of time travel, we don't know, but that's probably as, as, as close to a representation as we're, as we're going to have, um, and it would seem to fit with the information that the, the Gospels give us. How could his body endorse this so long? I mean, you, you go through one execution, uh, which was intended to be an execution, a scourging, uh, and then carry across 10 football fields. And then end up, you know, dying, surviving the cross three hours on it. I mean, I, how could a human body take that? I, you know, John, I'll tell you, there, there's the way I look at this personally is that we're dealing with really at least two miracles uh, events through this whole process. Obviously, the one we're all familiar with is Easter, the resurrection. Yeah. I think what you did, the question you just asked, asked relates to the other miracle. I don't know. Either now, granted, we have every indication this is a healthy man in his early thirties, and in, in fact, if you look at the, if you ex- accept the shroud as Jesus' burial cloth, and you look at the size of that man, he would have been about the, the same size as um, Saint John Paul II at in his early thirties, about five foot ten, one hundred seventy, one hundred eighty pounds, mm. and that's not a small man in uh, in that time and place. Uh, comparatively. And the other thing is, he was not of the pampered society. 
if he was going to go somewhere, he didn't have a horse, he didn't have a carriage, he wasn't carried on a litter, he walked, and he was a carpenter for 30 years. So this is not a weak man, but however, how did he, exactly what you're saying, how did he survive? And the only little chink in that argument is when Pilate finds out that Jesus died, uh, the quote in the in the Gospels is that he was amazed that he died so soon. Well, I think that reflects to the severity of the scourging. You know, the other two thieves were still alive, and they had to break their legs to, to hasten their death. Why did Jesus die earlier? Exactly because of what you just said, what you just asked. Look at everything that happened to him. We have no indication of any other crucifixion victim that was scourged or physically abused like Jesus was from Thursday night until the time he died on the cross. So I think it's all of a piece. It's just an accumulation of, uh, of injuries. Did Jesus carry the entire cross or just the cross beam? It, it would be much, much more likely that he just carried the cross beam. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the term for that part of a cross is the patibulum, and it would be over the shoulders. And if you ever see photos of old railroad uh, workers, when they're building the railroad, they'll carry the beam, the tie that goes under the rails, across their back. Now, in this instance, in all likelihood, the Romans would typically use ropes to lash the hands to the patibulum. Now, if you think about that, and, and you know that Christ fell three times on the way to, the, to uh, Golgotha, hmm. what, when you fall forward, what's your first reaction? You put your arms out to catch yourself. He didn't have that. And, you know, on the shroud, you see the abrasions on the front of his knees. Well, that's probably from falling. He's probably got a broken nose. That could have happened then and could have happened at any other time, too. But, I mean, you're falling, and you've got this crossbeam that weighs, estimates are somewhere in the 80 to 100-pound range. So now you've got a guy who has not slept. He's had nothing to eat or drink since he got up Thursday morning, and he's carrying 100 pounds, uh, hundreds of yards, to get to the site of, of the crucifixion. Uh, and again, that relates to, you know, you're thinking fully human, fully divine. This has got to be the, the divine portion of him that's keeping him alive until he is on the cross. Mm. What were his hands or, or wrists nailed to the cross? Yeah, that was something, that, that question, uh, if you look back at artwork you know, over, the, over the centuries, um, it's unusual to find a crucifixion that uh, a, a portrayment of a crucifixion that uh, doesn't have the nails in the palms. But it was in the early early to mid 20th century that um, experiments were done, and these were done with uh, um, uh, uh, dead individuals. And if you put the nail in the palm, that does not support the body weight. So the wrist, which really is right uh, exactly where we'd say the wrist, right on the palm side of the wrist at the heel of the hand, there is an area there where a nail can go in. And if, if you're going to fulfill the prophecies in the Old Testament, particularly in Psalms, not a bone shall be broken, well, you'll put it into the wrist area, and that has enough strength to hold the body weight up. So in all likelihood, in the wrist, and those who studied anatomy or wrote about anatomy at that point in time, 2,000 years ago in the Middle East, uh, the wrist was considered to be a part of the hand. It's incredible. I mean, to think about. I, I, 
when you study this, you, you just got to, you probably enter into this in a whole new way. I mean, what, what our Lord endured. It, it, it really is. It is, um, you know, we see people day in, day out, and over the years that I've been, you know, in orthopedics uh, practice, um, you, pain is the pain is the common factor with that. And um, I try not to let my poker face um, break, but when a patient tells me that their pain is excruciating, mm. well, everybody can relate to that, but that term yeah. comes from the, the Latin excruciatus, means out of the cross. So if you want to talk about excruciating, yeah, they're stubbing your toe. Yeah. But then read the, read the Passion and the Crucifixion. Read that account. That's excruciating um, as, you know, divinely inspired. All right, all right. Do you write articles on, on this uh, for other, you know, medical doctors to, to, to see? I, I, would, I would think that, you know, this is a, a form of evangelization for you. It really, you know, it, it really has become that, and uh, I'm very, very grateful, very, very blessed for that. It, um, it, you probably have the same experience when you do, uh, do your parish missions and other speaking. I, uh, sometimes I feel a bit guilty if I write something or speak somewhere. Um, I feel like I'm coming out of it, <laughs> I'm getting more out of it uh, maybe than my audience is, because it, it, I, I think we need to do that. Not only for our, you know, for others, but even for ourselves, it really is affirming, because you can see the head start to nod, and you can see the people's eyes get bigger when they realize this is a real thing. You know, because those of us that are cradle Catholics, we've heard this every this story every Holy Week as long as we can remember, and it tends to become a little bit too vanilla. Uh, just okay, we're going to go through this, and then after Easter, we'll you know get ready to move on to summertime. Well, you've got to take that moment, and like at this this point in time with with the uh, COVID pandemic going on, um, God willing, we come out of this with this appreciation for for these types of stories, and and, and really that inward reflection that we we become a closer and more unified community that understands the meaning of this. Two thousand years ago, yeah, a long time ago, but this is this is timeless. There is there is no before or after. This this happened, but it's ongoing. So I think we really need to dwell on that to appreciate this. And, you know, the, the, the correlation between the passion and what we're going through now. Passion is derived from the Latin word meaning to suffer, to endure. Well, that's where we are. We're kind of on our desert exodus right now. And yes, we're we wandering until we know where we're going to end up. Yes, we are. And as I said, it's a different Holy Week than what we've ever experienced, and uh, we can make this a holy, holy week, uh, holier than what we've uh, experienced, I, I hope, in the years past. Dr. Tim Moulet, thank you, doctor, for coming on, and, and I appreciate you uh, you fulfilling what it is that you do best, and that is uh, not just orthopedic spine surgeon, uh, as an uh, orthopedic spine surgeon, but uh, as a follower of Jesus and as a disciple. Talk to you soon. Thanks, John. All right, that's Dr. Tim Moulet, everyone. Uh, let's go to, we got her on? There she is. Hi, Megan. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. What a beautiful weekend. Yes, it was gorgeous this weekend. A little chilly to start on Saturday, but we warmed up quickly, melted all that ice, and it turned into a great weekend. And we yeah. do have more great days on the way. It is a little cloudy and gray right now. And it will be for much of the day today, but temperatures will be mild. We are going to make it into the mid-60s this afternoon with mainly cloudy skies. 
There may be a couple of isolated showers, but should not be a big deal for you. We will keep in the chance of showers this evening as well, and temperatures will cool back down to about 55 degrees, which really isn't bad, well above normal, which is typically in the mid-30s. So it will be a mild night overnight. Sunshine returns on Tuesday. It will be a mostly sunny day. We will get close to 80 degrees. I know, right? It's going to feel like summer tomorrow. We need to open our windows at my house. Mm. (laughs) We will continue on with still mild conditions, but a little cooler on Wednesday. Temperatures will drop back to 70 degrees on Wednesday, and we will have partly sunny skies, keeping in a slight chance for a shower or isolated thunderstorm, but most of the day should be good. Thursday will be sunny, cooler, and windier with a high of 51, and Friday will be sunny as well. Temperatures still on the cooler side at 55 degrees. Over the weekend, it is Easter weekend. It will be partly sunny on Saturday. There is a slight chance of rain Saturday as well as a slight chance of rain on Sunday. Skies will be partly sunny, will not be a washout, and temperatures will be a little cooler right in the mid to upper 50s for daytime highs over the weekend. Yeah, I, I listen. I'll take this week, especially Tuesday tomorrow. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Get out, get a little walk in. Uh, sounds good to me. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 meteorologist. Are you doing okay? Yeah, you know we're doing good. Basically, I'm just going from home to work and um, an occasional grocery store trip. There you so go. There you go. That's pretty much all we're doing. And of course, watching Mass on on youtube yes we've been doing that so that's been an adventure in our house so different a little different than uh we've ever experienced before but uh, keep up the good work megan yes you too all right uh joe stopulus coming up here soon get a preview what he's got coming up on man up max carson uh is the oot feedum coordinator for the men at dowling catholic high school we're going to talk about their uh program and how they've moved everything online looking forward to that all coming up here in the second half hour john lee in the morning right here on this monday april 6th thanks so much for tuning in and a thank you to dean bell for underwriting the show big dean boy i tell you uh you know small business it, it still doesn't stop people need roofs uh especially during this time as well 963-4494 roofingankney.com now serving all of central iowa roofingankney.com dean bell thank you for underwriting the show residential re-roofs like commercial jobs 963-4494 father andrew now with today's gospel and reflection a reading from the holy gospel according to john six days before passover jesus came to bethany where lazarus was whom jesus had raised from the dead They gave him a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for three hundred days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out that he was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. The Gospel of the Lord 
Why do we seem to focus so much on what others do or don't do to serve the Lord when we could spend more time and effort on serving Him? The chief priests allow themselves to become so distracted by their jealousy that they stray from their mission of service to God and the people. Meanwhile, Mary provides an example for them and the rest of us as to how generous we're to be when we give back to our Lord, who has been so generous with us. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. This is going to be a glorious unfolding. Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on this April 6th, right here at the beginning of Holy Week. Here we are. Here we are. Joe Stopulus coming up here soon, host of Man Up, going to preview what he's got coming up, and then also Max Carson, how they've moved all of Ootfeedum online. We'll talk about that with him here all on this beginning of Holy Week, as we said, making this a, a holier week than normal, and I think we can. We're all in this together. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Uh, happy uh, in the mulch business with you and your and your loved ones. Yeah, that's Urbandale's middle name right there. I I, I uh, have got a lot of work to do coming up, but to, no better day to do it than close to eighty degree day tomorrow. Yes, I saw that. Uh, they're they're calling it seventy eight, but you know what? It'll, we'll just call it eighty because yeah. uh, it may do that. It feels warm, there. and uh, be a lot of folks outdoors. Yeah, I think so. It's a good day for uh, yard work. Absolutely. So, did you have a good weekend on this uh, Palm Sunday weekend? I saw a nice little article on Father P.J. McManus over at Christ the King. Yeah. Of course, that was covered a few weeks ago, and they brought it out yesterday. I thought that was really neat. No doubt. Confessions yeah. being moved outside. Yeah. So I, I know that if that happened with you or I, that would make traffic back up in certain uh, <laughs> neighborhoods, wherever that may be held. And uh, we don't want to inconvenience our folks too much on that. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait till the, till the pandemic's over. We'll create any, uh, create exactly. Things. And hopefully that'll be soon. Hopefully that'll be soon. But, you know, we just got to take it one step at a time. And uh, I saw researchers never, at the yeah, University I, of Pitt. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, they think they have a vaccine for this. Now, the extensive testing will need to be done, but uh, kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that going on, John. There's 
probably 10 or 15. We've got some, uh, a lot of knowledgeable people out there uh, in, in different countries, including the United States, that are trying to get this uh, whip, but you've got to have uh, the clinical stuff to back it up. And yep. Hopefully that will happen sooner than later. I'm with you. All right. Well, let's get right to it. I know Joe Stopp is coming up, and we look forward to you uh, visiting with him right now from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa, as you just heard from earlier, currently in the morning we have cloudy skies. There is some light drizzle in central Iowa area right now. 48 degrees with a south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Today it will be mostly cloudy. We could see a few showers uh, throughout the day, a high of 66 degrees here in central Iowa. T- south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight mostly cloudy. Fog is possible Moving in, uh, overnight low of 56 degrees, and tomorrow partly cloudy and warmer. As John mentioned, a high near 80 for your Tuesday. Wednesday, cloudy, chance of rain, and it'll be windy. A high of 70 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, partly cloudy, colder but dry. Highs in the lower 50s. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, the Iowa Department of Public Health reports eight more deaths yesterday from the coronavirus and 83 new confirmed cases. 22 Iowans have now died from the virus, and a total of 868 cases have been confirmed in the state of Iowa. Iowa as of Sunday. Now, more than 10% of all positive coronavirus cases in the state of Iowa are occurring among long-term care staff and residents. More than 40% of all coronavirus deaths in the state of Iowa are associated with outbreaks in long-term care facilities. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds will now hold her daily uh, coronavirus press conferences beginning at 11 o'clock each day starting today. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. All high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely here in the state of Iowa. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 48 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today we will see mostly cloudy skies and a few showers here in central Iowa possible, a high of 66 degrees with south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning John Leonetti Show and Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Hamadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still running accident-free. Uh, traffic not looking bad for us as we are uh, making that drive, if you're uh, making a drive somewhere uh, this morning. Uh, otherwise, there is a lot of construction. Since uh, we are kind of getting the warmer weather, we're going to see a lot more uh, construction happening here. So just follow the posted detour signs and expect a few delays in certain areas, especially uh, Fleur, where they're just running on the southbound lanes right now. Um, they're around between Watchers and Park Avenue. Uh, so that's going to create a bit of a slowdown through there. And then also, also the reduced lanes on uh, the Highway 65 there by Pleasant Hill. Thanks to Builderkin Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builderkin has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now she bore the burden of being ostracized so that she might serve God in her suffering. Saint Crescenta Hess today was the daughter of a poor weaver in Bavaria uh, who loved to spend her free time, by the way, praying in a church. 
As she grew older, she wished to join a Franciscan order, but was initially refused because she had no dowry, and the order was in poor financial condition. She continued to ask, and after pressure from the town's Protestant mayor, she was finally admitted. And yes, you heard that right, from the town's Protestant mayor, she was admitted to the order. The circumstances surrounding her entry did not endear Crescenta to her fellow sisters. In fact, they shunned her, and they made her do menial tasks. Didn't have a lot of friends in the order. Despite her social situation, though, Crescenta kept her cheery demeanor, and even kept several of the younger sisters from intervening on her behalf. Eventually, after the election of a new superior, Crescenta's isolation stopped, and she was given a better position in the order. Eventually, she was made novice mistress, and then later became superior herself of the order. Under her leadership then, the convent prospered. We ask today, St. Crescenta Hess, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day. Been in practice for 30 years, 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Joe Stapulus. Hello, sir. John and Eddie. How you doing, Monday, my man? Brother. How you doing? Happy Holy Week. Yeah. Well. Holy Week. Things going okay? Family holding up? Everything going well yeah. on your end? I mean, again, we're trying to embrace, you know, Father P.J. McManus, I, I listened in on there. Uh, that was the match I went to yesterday. And he really talked about finding opportunity in, amongst the, the struggle. And I feel like we're trying to do that as much as possible. Again, we do the daily mass every uh, every day here. And just trying to, to hone in on the, on the family aspect and try to enjoy it as much as possible amongst the craziness. But. Um, yeah, so that's what we're trying to do. So we're good, but as a as an extrovert, I could really, you know, use people. Yeah, <laughs> some, yeah. some human interaction. You've, seen, that, you've but, seen those memes. Uh, check in on your extrovert friends. They are not okay. Yeah. Well, I will say this: it's been. <laughs> if there's anything to take away from this, it's that uh, the meme game online is hot right now. There is a lot of funny stuff going around. There's no doubt about <laughs> it. It's been a lot of fun to see it. What do you got coming up on your show? Yeah, so today's the third part of uh, my, my talk at the men's conference. And honestly, John, this is a part I think that is not talked about enough today that I think needs to be, which is rediscovering uh, what I call authentic Christian friendships. And, you know, you, you truly are the, and I didn't mention this in the talk, but I, it's something I think about a lot, is that you are the, the average of your five closest friends. And you think about in high school, you know, who you hung around with. And then if you decide to hang around with, if you, if you hang around with a bunch of good Christian men, you're better off than if you're hanging with a bunch of guys who are cheating on their wives, right? Yeah. You're, you're going to be a better person. You surround yourself with better people. And so really, you know, living that Christian ideal, as Chesterton so eloquently put, it, it's not it's not easy. It's difficult. And so we need to surround ourselves with other people who are valiantly striving to do that. Um, and when you do that, you're more apt, more likely to become the father of the husband that you're called to be. And so I talk a lot about just how to rediscover authentic Christian friendships and the, the importance of it. Yeah, this was my favorite part of your talk. Uh, that, that you gave. This was by far my favorite part, the third part here. And this is where you got uh, me and I think many other men during the men's conference a little teary-eyed. So uh, I, I, I look forward to uh, to listening to this today, 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. If you miss it, podcast it out. Man up, Joe Stopulus. Talk to you soon, brother. Have a good Holy Week, John. You as well. April 6th, don't go anywhere. Addie Magruder, not Max Carson, coming up right after this. Thank you to the Pew family for underwriting the show. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for all they continue to do for us. Serving families all across central Iowa for a long time as well. And outdoor landscaping and design work. 493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That is FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now.
This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, April 6th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Michael Amadeo. Father Amadeo is pastor of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Ankeny. Happy birthday. During this Holy Week, you can tune into the Diocesan Facebook page for a live stream of the Easter Tritium. We'll be live streaming Bishop Johnson celebrating Mass on Holy Thursday this week at 5.30 p.m. And Friday, we'll live stream the Good Friday service at 3 p.m. Saturday, we'll live stream the Easter Vigil at 8 p.m. And on Easter Sunday, he'll celebrate the Sunday Mass live streamed at 10.30 a.m. You can find all of these Masses and services at facebook.com slash dmdiocese. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming Mass, and much more. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Walmart Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Beginning of Holy Week, April 6th. Here we are. Addie Magruder joins me, not Max Carson. Hi, Hi Addie. <laughs> How's it going? You're doing just fine. You, boy, you've had to move everything online, huh? We have. You know, it's been kind of, we didn't really quite know how it was all going to go, discipling uh, students and mentors through an online platform. But, um, you know, I just feel like in a, in a time like this, the Lord just pours out even more grace. And um, it's been going really well. So, how does Utfidum work now? What you, you get together uh, weekly uh, Zoom? Yeah, you know, Zoom has been what most students and groups have been using. Um, yeah, everything has transferred online. So, student groups still meet for an hour each week with their mentor. And one thing that we have noticed is the types of studies that they're doing have changed. Um, a lot of our mentors have taken this as an opportunity to teach their kids you know, really ways to pray with scripture, ways Mm. to pray on their own that they can still do um, without being uh, in a chapel or things like that. And so um, Lexia Divina has been something that's been coming up again and again and again. Yeah, Lexia Divina is something that certainly has helped me. Um, Explain it. What is it? Yeah, Lexia Divina is 
comes from Latin, it means divine readings, and essentially, it's a way to kind of hear the Lord's voice specifically for you in that exact moment through the Word of God. And so, typically, not always, but uh, you'd read Scripture three different times. The first time, you're just trying to pay attention to a word, a phrase, something that is standing out to you, um, and you kind of repeat that to yourself as if you're almost soaking in it. The second time you read it, you're kind of asking the Lord, okay, what are you trying to say to me through this? <laughs> and then the third time you read it, you're, you're asking the Lord, how are you calling me to respond? Now that I've heard you, how are you calling me to respond? And a lot of our groups have just been using the daily gospel readings, which has been really beautiful preparation as we're coming to the close of Lent this week and entering into the Triduum. Um, and our mentors have said, you know, we're teaching our students how to pray via Zoom, hmm. but we all have our videos up and we're watching each other and even through the video, you can almost see the movements that the students are having in prayer. And they've all told me it's been powerful. And, and I think that just speaks to the power of God and saying, you know, even in this time of transition, of ambiguity, I, I'm still here, I'm still present, I'm with you, and I'm just going to pour out my grace abundantly. How have you found that students are holding up? You know, surprisingly well. Um, I think the isolation is the hardest thing for them. I had a student tell me um, that she and a friend did drive-through coffee. Then they went and parked in parking in a parking lot um, in their cars and drank coffee from their cars hmm. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This has got to be a difficult time, especially for students. I mean, social butterflies. You know, this is uh, especially seniors right now. They're they're probably you know struggling, maybe not having uh, uh, you know ceremonies and and parties and things mm-hmm. that they otherwise would be having. So, but you're there on the spiritual front lines with them and and helping to remind them what's most important. Are, are students joining now that this is happening? Are students joining? What do you mean? Are you finding people joining uh, Utfidum? during this time, or, or is no. that certain steps so, or certain times that they can only do that? We're not starting new groups right now, just because we'd rather students meet their mentor in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are doing something. We're doing a holy hour, or not a holy hour, we're doing a prayer hour every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., and that's just been opened up to the whole Gallon Catholic community. So that's been really cool to see different students come on, students that aren't in Utfidum, students that are in Utfidum, We've had mentors join, parents join, and so we have tried to still offer opportunities for the whole student body. We also have a, an office hour at an hour each day where students can just come on to a Zoom meeting and hang out with us nice. and hang out with other students. Nice. That sounds like mm-hmm. it uh, can actually do a lot of good, and, and I know you're doing that. Thank you for coming on and, and continuing the great work you're doing at Utfidum there. Utfidum, Addy Magruder, also Max Carson. He heads the uh, the mail portion uh, coordinator for it, so uh, we'll talk to him another time as well. God bless, Addy. All right. Thanks, John. All right. That puts the show in the books, friends, here in this Monday of Holy Week. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you also to Blessman International for underwriting the show, Feeding Hungry Children. Every week, Blessman International provides 12 meals to impoverished children there in Limpopo, South Africa. BlessmanInternational.org. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Oh, God, protector of all who hope in you. Bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.